0: Hey, we're talking sports right now. Sports Central. And Sports Central brought to you by the Hilton Garden Inn of Lakeland. Talking sports this afternoon, Mark McCollum and Ryan Buckley. Thank you, Mr. Eric.
1: Phenomenal to be here in studio here. I like the the music that we have going on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready That's to go. That's a great way to start yeah. the show. Let's do it. Sports Center Talk in. Radio, 96.7 dialed in. Mark McCollum and Ryan Buckley here. Draft night. Draft night. Big night. We have been talking about this all day. I it mean, seems like, yeah, I've been consumed by it for
2: the past like two months. Uh, easily. I hate to admit it.
1: No, but, no, yeah. no, no, no. So we were we were talking uh, on the way in. We we're talking about our teams. Obviously, you're a Ravens fan. I'm an Eagles fan. Mm-hmm. Um you know about what's going to happen in the first round. There's a lot of picks that could be moved around. It's going to be interesting to see where some people land. That's one of my favorite sure. parts is all the moves that mm. can be made
2: because um, everyone does these mock drafts and it very rarely, well, they're never right. No, no <laughs> but no, no. rarely are the teams picking in the actual spots they were, assigned, you know, they were given going sure. into the night.
1: Sure, and yeah. that could throw off the whole mock draft process, right? Because now you've you've shuffled people yeah. around positions have changed yeah. in terms of who they're. Well usually
2: what. you see there's a run on positions usually. Sure. Usually if a quarterback goes, teams will get nervous, they want to get up and try and get their quarterback. Yeah. So this year it might seem like a, a wide receiver uh, It could be a run of wide receivers yeah. early
1: in the first wide round. Wide receiver cornerback. Mm-hmm. It's it's not very deep obviously quarterback this year. There's been a lot of talk about Malik Willis out of Liberty um and then Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett. as well out of Pittsburgh. So interesting to see in the first yeah. round. They're projecting right now Malik Willis going to Pittsburgh late first round. Kenny Pickett being the last pick of the first round with the Lions.
2: So, with those two quarterbacks, I've seen them up as far as six with the Panthers and as low as 32 with the Lions in the last pick of the first round.
1: Yeah, it's just insane. So, yeah, you never know what's going to happen. No, it's going to be a lot of shuffling. Now, for the Tampa Bay Bucks, obviously bringing back Tom Brady. Um the projection right now in the latest ESPN mock draft is Kenyon Green at the 27th pick out of Texas A&M. Just a guard to help on the yeah, offensive line. Yeah, it
2: seems like it's going to be offensive line. I think they lost one of their offensive linemen to the Bengals earlier in free agency. Yep. Uh, for, Alex Kappa the, and Ali Marpet. Yes. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think with Tom Brady coming out of retirement, I think the whole thing is just keeping him protected. Yeah.
1: And yeah. yeah, it'll help. Obviously, the Shaq Mason pickup was big over the offseason. Especially with so the yeah, with a Buster. roster
2: that's so complete. You know, especially I me. Mean, yeah, they were picking twenty seventh, so it's not like they have a lot of holes to fill anyway. No, so, no, 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 yeah. no,
1: no. Yeah, it'll be big to obviously have Brady back in the saddle. So a little extra protection on that line for the forty five year old veteran is not the worst idea in the world. Forty five? That's insane, isn't it? Forty yeah. five year old veteran. It's crazy to think like so. People in this draft, you know what? Excuse me, you know what age? Right, twenty one. Twenty 22, 22 Yeah. You know, and you got a guy twenty double your age basically. Oh that's right? crazy to think. That about. That is crazy to think about. It's, it's a just good insane. point. Yep. Thank, thank you. I tried to make a couple of them a show. I appreciate that. Um, we, you know, talk about updates and moving places. Updates with uh, high school basketball. Yeah, kind of a big change. FHSAA. This was a really interesting find that you had on. Yeah. This.
2: So after nearly an hour of discussion on Monday at their meetings, the Florida High School Athletic Association's board of directors voted to implement a policy change that allows um, high school basketball teams to adopt a 35 second shot clock.
1: So now what now what were they doing prior? There wasn't a shot clock, right? No shot clock, there no shot clock yeah. at all. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, you know, some teams can just hold on the ball. Like right. if they go in overtime and they score. <laughs> just wait the know, last shot. And they score, yeah, get <laughs> yeah. a stop, and then it can hold on the ball for the remaining of the That's time, crazy. yeah. Um 35 second shot, shot clock, so not as short. Um I think college is at thirty. Yep. And then NBA is NBA at twenty four. Yeah. Yep. So um funny or not funny No, <laughs> Could be funny. Um <laughs> not really um but it's optional so not required the first year i think to give uh schools opportunity to like figure out how they're gonna you know actually implement this in sure. their gyms i mean you gotta think of the costs and another person to run the shot yeah. clock too at
1: the score table too so yeah there's a resource side to this yeah. as well right um it'd be interesting how to do that i know for some tournaments they'll have a shot clock at center court you know the one issue with that is you're not going to look at yeah. center court when the time's yeah. running out, right? Yeah, and you got to get two for
2: both both ends of the gym, right? Yeah. Oh, crack,
1: crack, go! some leagues, what they do, they put literally they just put one at half court, mm. and it just sits on a scorer's table, yeah. which is ridiculous, by the way. There's there's no yeah. way you're going to be able to keep up with the pace of the game and the flow of the game. Yeah, turn bad. behind consistently. Well, you basically only can look when there's ten seconds, right? And then someone has to yell from the bench because there's no way you can yeah. visual. It's going to cost you a second just to turn around and look. Mm. So. Mm. Great stuff. But that's a really good find. So that'll be interesting to see when FHSA comes back, obviously. And then, was that for all high school men's and women's, or was that yeah, just boys and girls, boys and girls, boys and awesome. girls, yeah,
2: yeah. It'll be interesting to see. It'll probably help, you know, the players' development as they prepare for the next level if sure. they want to do that. You know, going from no shot clock to thirty-second shot clock in college, oh, um, probably a big difference in how you want to
1: uh, pace yourself on offense. Oh, yeah. sure. And getting set in offensive systems, pace of games, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you really do need to have that at an earlier age uh, from a practice side. Oh, we do, and we do have a caller calling in. I believe we have Ryan calling in. Ryan, go ahead. You're live on Sports Central.
0: Ryan Buckley, Ryan Ritchie. Oh, How are you guys
1: Mr. <laughs> Ryan Ritchie, it is a pleasure to be talking to you. A, a Polk County Tourism Sports uh, Legend. A Legend. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, I I didn't know that they said all that, but. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to make I wanted to make a comment about the the uh the high school shot clock. This gentlemen, this is long overdue and and I'll tell you the reason why. So, when I was in high school and was playing high school basketball in New York in 2002, our high school team traveled down. I think we played like Fort Pierce Central, Port St. Lucie in a, in like a Christmas tournament. Okay. And and we had to adapt because we had a shot clock in New York back in 2002, and I remember I think it was Fort Pierce Central. They got like a 12 point lead on us, and they literally stood at half court just dribbling the ball. They oh, that's ridiculous! For a yeah. Whole, yeah, for a whole quarter, and it, and it was just like, wow, this is weird because you know up in New York we have a shot clock, so we need to play the game. So right, I. I I got to say, this is long overdue. I'm glad they made the decision. I think it's going to change up the style of the game and, and make teams play offense, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about it.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's it's a great move. And to your point, it's just going to help with the pace of the game, and it's going to make it more interesting. Listen, while we got you on the phone, I happen to know you're a Buffalo Bills fan. Do you have any predictions for the draft tonight or expectations or hopes
0: I I have no idea where the bills are going to go. I I think um, there there's you know I I I kind of read a little Buffalo Bills insider every every other day and you know it's it's kind of like you know I feel like the pieces of the puzzle are already there. So mm. it's where where do they go? Do they do they do they bolster up their defensive line? I I think their defensive line needed a lot of help from last year. So. You know, do they go defensive? I've heard I've heard they might possibly pick um I can't think of his name, but he's the running back out of Iowa State.
1: Yes, yes, um, uh, Brees Hall.
0: Yes, yes, I've heard that. So I don't know, man. I I maybe wide receiver, um I really don't think they need wide receiver. It's it's hard. This this uh when your team is that good, gentlemen, it's it's hard to <laughs> to figure out who they should pick right
1: i know well it's see true. we don't have that issue so it's been pretty <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're good yeah. with anybody yep. just draft someone that can someone move. <laughs> there are plenty of holes to fill
2: I think <laughs>
0: it's, yeah i i think it's truly amazing tom brady still in the game back no, at yeah. 45 years old i think ryan you made the point that some of these guys being drafted tonight are 21 years old and this guy's half their age or, or they're you know half his age it's it's, it's crazy, and, and uh, we'll kind of see what the Bucks can do here locally. But it'll be an interesting season. I'm looking forward to tonight, and uh, maybe I'll be able to stay up late enough to watch who the Bills pick. But it uh, should, should be fun, that's for sure.
1: Oh, absolutely. And listen, we need you in the studio as a guest at some point in time. We're going to have to figure out a time Thanks. we can get you out here.
0: You call me anytime, I'll be there. You guys sound great. Keep up the good work. We'll be in touch.
1: Oh, thank you, Mr. Richie. A pleasure to have you joining us and calling in. Thank you, sir.
0: Glad to be here. Take care.
1: <laughs> Always nice when you get the, the special guest call, and especially from a guy like Ryan Richie. A legend. As great we mentioned, guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic guy. He used to work at Polk County Tourism Sports Marketing, did fantastic work over there. One of the first events I did with him was a Quidditch event. I will never Quidditch. forget it. It was so much fun really kind of gave me the insight in terms of how the organization works and why these events happen and really appreciate him yeah, doing that for Such a unique me. event, yeah. Absolutely. Well, when we come back from break, we're going to give you more national sports updates, talk about the MLB, the Rays, the AL East, and the NBA playoffs going on right now, so stick right here to Sports Central on Talk Radio
0: 96.7. Hey, but right now, more Sports Central. Sports Central brought to you by Staybridge Bridge Suites.
1: Here's Ryan and Mark. Welcome back. Welcome back to Sports Central Talk Radio, ninety-six point seven. Ryan and Mark, back with you. Lighter house than we usually have today. It feels empty. In it's here. been like four or five people like the past couple yeah. shows. Well, Connor just completed his internship yes. with us. Congrats to all yeah. the interns we had this past semester. They were phenomenal. And a huge thanks to them as well. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They did they so helped. much for us and are yeah. really all around good people. So best of luck to them and their future endeavors. As Jenna, they take will on the next step. Jenna
2: will be back. Jenna like, will be back. Jenna will be back. Yeah. It made it like Jenna's not coming back. Very she true. will be back.
1: Jenna will be back. Yes. And Jenna does a quick shout out to Jenna, an amazing job managing that program. It's yeah. a lot of moving parts and a lot of people to deal with. Um, you know and, and assigning projects making sure they're in all these different places she does a great job dealing with that so we want we'll to do one that. more shout out yeah go ahead we had someone from our staff shout graduate segment, today
2: right? <gasps> we
1: did mark go on ahead peyton palo yes. graduate of
2: university of florida
1: congratulations big, to peyton. big round, round of applause big stuff yeah there. big, round big of applause. stuff there yeah very happy for her yeah Very happy for her. Um, And it just shows, like, we have just such talented people that work in our office all across the board. You know, in all these different roles and capacity. Peyton working on the tourism side, handling a lot of the social media content. So, congrats to her. I'm sure we'll be celebrating that uh, when she's back. The rest of the year. (laughs) Or the rest of the year. Why (laughs) not? Speaking of the rest of the year, 100 year of water ski celebration is this year. Don't know if you knew that, Mark. Really? We are, yeah, we're celebrating the centennial celebrating the centennial celebration of the board of water ski. That's a big deal. Yeah, thanks. We're celebrating the celebration. It's incredible. Um, we can't have enough celebrating. No, no, not enough. No. And the event, obviously, will start uh, October 21st through the 23rd this year. I thought, you know, I thought you almost it. forgot for a second what you know, the dates were. Believe you me, I I, I can't. <laughs> Uh, and it will be October 21st through 23rd at the newly renovated Lake Silver uh, at Martin Luther King Jr. Park, which looks and phenomenal. events
2: throughout the entire year, right? we First Friday Absolutely. in downtown Lakeland. First Friday June. downtown Lakeland.
1: You know who's going to be there? You. Twiggy. Oh. The water- <laughs> I, I, you're not wrong. I will be there. Twiggy the water skiing squirrel.
2: That is going to be amazing. Uh, people are going to go nuts. He's going to steal the show.
1: Absolutely. Oh, people are going to go nuts? <laughs> I get it. I get it. Thank
2: you. Thank you. That's
1: very good. Eric liked that one, Eric. I appreciate that. (laughs) We can encourage
2: that kind of behavior here, Eric. I
1: know. Well, we're halfway through the segment. We have not talked about the MLB or the NBA. We probably should get to that. Uh, MLB, uh, Tampa Bay Rays. You know, that division um, has been pretty kind of all over the place to start the year. Like, it was, you know, super condensed, super tight, and then it started expanding a little bit. Um, The Yankees obviously going on a little bit of a win streak. But the Rays winning the series finale against Boston on wow, Sunday. Yeah. Yankees, right now, have won six
2: straight. They're yeah. first in the division, 13 and six. Tampa Bay, 11 and eight. They
1: are two games back. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be wide open, I think, the whole game. Whole I completely agree. Yeah. It's going to be all over the place. Yeah. So, now who do the Rays have coming up? Let me tell you. <laughs>
2: uh, this weekend, they're playing Seattle for three games. This weekend, they play Minnesota, actually. Okay. Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, great. Just, great stuff. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, That's all, playing you, Minnesota. all
1: you need to know about that. On the Detroit Tigers side, I'm trying to think. I think the last show he hadn't – or he just got 3,000 hits, Miguel Cabrera. Yes. Um. So obviously that was the big highlight. We were talking about how they had walked, <laughs> intentionally walked him in the 8th and 9th game. Yeah, that's what we yeah. mentioned. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, for Detroit, that's been kind of the big carryover effect is celebrating his 3,000th hit. But what do the Tigers have coming up? Tigers in LA playing the Dodgers this week. Hmm. So, tough matchup there. Dodgers,
2: you know, always a contender, always have a great roster. Um, so, we'll see what the, what the Tigers can do.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, obviously very early in the year now on the MLB side, so really tough to kind of get into the nitty-gritty in terms yeah, of Yeah, it's such a long season. 162 moves, games like yeah. that. Yeah. A little bit far away from that. Um on the NBA side. Switching gears very quickly. Not a lot to talk about on the Magic side. They're just getting prepared for the draft, see what free agent moves they could possibly make come June. But the Miami Heat side really good. Yeah, first first in the East. Oh,
2: I know. Oh. Um, Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, they are first in the East. They are first thanks. in the East. Thanks for, thanks for confirming that. Um, yeah, first in the East. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> you are done. You are done. Uh, they
1: played Atlanta? They yeah, did the play Atlanta, Atlanta. Yes, they beat Atlanta 4-1 in that series. Yeah. Um, and if you look, really, on the Eastern side, you know, you had Brooklyn, which was, I mean, the shock of the first round, in my opinion. I mean, not, not necessarily they lost the series, but they just they got swept. That yeah. badly. Yeah, with a talent like they have Kyrie, Ins- Kevin Durant. Absolutely insane. Uh, but if you look on the East, really the only series that's been kind of this anomaly, right, has been the 76ers Raptors. Right, because they're up to a 3 0 lead. Correct. Yeah. And, you know, now. The Sixers. Right, right. Now you get Toronto winning two. And here's what's happening too Is Doc, right? Doc Rivers over on Philly. This is his, like, calling card now, is he can't close out a game. Yeah. He's, He's getting Philly's sick and have- tired of it. Did you see that interview? I did hear the interview. Thirty-one yeah. losses in closeout game situations. Jeez. So it's not like, a, and he's so highly regarded as a coach. Yeah, and I think they're fair questions to ask, like, how are you not winning these games? I don't think it's a ridiculous question. Remember this? Question.
2: He was named Coach of the Year when he was with the Magic when they he went was. forty-one
1: and forty-one. And I'll tell you what, that was not a easy. Like his roster was not this crazy roster. That's when they were the eighth seed, I believe. Yes, so they were the eighth seed in that yeah. year, and that, that was not an easy roster to, you know, maneuver that far into the playoffs. Um, but yeah, so the Miami Heat looking stellar in that first round, a four-one series went over Atlanta. Uh, so in the second round in the East right now, you have Bucks Celtics. That will be the matchup That'll on one end, which is going to be a really good Chris matchup. Middleton though
2: out for Milwaukee.
1: Yeah, but it's so. still going to be a good matchup, man. To see how they're how um they're going to handle Giannis in that situation right. and. You know, quite frankly, how Boston's defense is going to hold up because their defense against Brooklyn phenomenal yeah. against two really talented players. Yeah. Um, And then obviously Miami going to play the winner of Philadelphia or Toronto. I take Toronto in that one out of the two if I had an option. I don't want to really play Harden and Embiid, but yeah, or I mean. if you want to play Doc, I mean, he can't really close out a series though. So right, <laughs> and that's a fair point. But yeah. I think the way the Heat are set up, they're, they're going to be the favorites going, and they're going to be rested. And they just got back Victor Oladipo, right? They did get back. Victor yeah, Oladipo, so another that's huge correct. piece for them. Yeah, And I think if you look at, you know, in that matchup with Philly and Toronto, they're going to play at least two extra games, right? They're going to go to game six, which is tonight. And then if they play game seven back in Philly, I would not want to be a Philly player in Philly. If that game goes to game seven. Oh my gosh, no. It is going to be a nightmare of an environment. Philly fans are one of a kind. They, oh yes, they are. And uh, they have very long memories and they're going to remember last year what happened. And now this year. And Doc is going to get thrown under a bus. This is mm. going to be a tough one. Um, so, yeah, obviously for the Miami Heat, wanted to make sure we got that NBA update in there. Top seed in the East, winning the first round 4-1 over Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks. Moving on, waiting to see who they'll play in the second round. Sounds good. Thank you, Mark. So when uh, we I, thought come- I, heard, I
2: thought I heard music. <laughs> no. I thought I
1: heard music. I no, don't no, no, no. Not yet. So, Man, so there's the music. i we, com- we going <laughs> When we come back, uh, we're going to be joined by some guests from Mayfair. Yeah talk about the upcoming mayfair which is next saturday yeah get a quick preview to that so don't go anywhere stick right here on sports central talk radio 96.7
0: hey we're talking sports sports central sports central brought to you in part by BSN sports doing the lay down sally we've got your host ryan buckley
1: Thank you, Mr. Eric, and welcome back to Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Ryan and Mark. Mark, we were talking right before we got to the break about Mayfair coming up, not this Saturday, but the following Saturday, Mother's yeah. Day weekend, and super excited to have Joy Williams on the line with us to talk a little bit about Mayfair and what to expect. Joy, thank you so much for your time.
3: You're welcome. Glad to be here.
1: So, Joy, I've been the Mayfair couple times. It is so much fun. And it's it's crazy how many people are there in the different booths and artist setups. Can you guys, can you kind of give people who haven't been to the site before, just like, you know, if you close your eyes and imagine what it looks like, what, what would they see?
3: Well, um, you're going to come down to Lake Morton, um, and there will be about 158 artists from all over the country. I think it's about 14 different um, states that they're coming from and including one from Canada. So mm-hmm. we have about 158, um, artists coming. Um, and we're super excited to have them all here for our 50th anniversary. Uh, and there's lots of food and children's activities, um, and lots of family fun.
2: Joel, you mentioned it being, um, over 50 years uh, for this event. Um, how did it start and how did it grow into what it is today?
3: Well, it began as a craft festival uh, on Lake Morton back in 1971. And just throughout the years, it's been growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And we've just been um, keeping expanding with it and um, enjoying everybody um, coming to Lakeland.
1: Yeah, it's, it's awesome to have all those people, obviously, from outside of the state, coming into Lakeland and checking out this amazing event. You know, at, for people who have gone historically, what, what can they expect maybe this year that's different from years previously?
3: Um, well, we've got a, a new expanded children's area that um, the Ruth Fins have sponsored. And uh, we have a new program called Kids Collect where we're trying to inspire children to develop their own eye for collecting. So uh, we have some artists that have donated some of their uh, pieces for a nominal fee The children can come in and pick out something of their own. So that is a children's-only tent um, in front of First United Mm -hmm. Methodist Church, and that's where our children's area will be located. Other than that, uh, we also have Mayfairy carts, Coming back. I know those were missed last year, so we are excited to have those back. And we have a really neat exhibition at the museum, at the Polk Museum, of some of the past um, artworks that the museum has actually collected from our Mayfair artists for their own permanent collection. So to celebrate our 50th anniversary, we have that exhibition on the second floor in the museum that we're hoping everybody will also come and see.
2: So, I'm not too familiar. What are Mayfairy carts? It sounds magical. Oh, my God. Mark. (laughs) Was that a dumb question?
3: They are golf carts. (laughs) No. They are golf carts um, that shuttle within the show because it is quite a long walk from um, show end to show end. And so um, they're kind of a a crowd favorite, if you will, (laughs) to hop on the Mayfairy cart and um, get kind of a quick overview or if you know that you've got to buy something from booth number five and you're at booth number 158 it's going to be quite quite Ooh, a long walk long so day yeah people <laughs> will just hop on the mayfair cart and and get back to that to wow. that spot quickly that's cool
1: that's a big addition yeah those, <laughs> those things are awesome especially now when it's
2: getting we so hot
3: for oh, a yeah. long time oh yeah, yeah those yeah. things
1: are awesome um so joy, i'm I'm actually participating in the Mayfair 5 K. I'm super excited. Um, is there still opportunities for people to register or if not, you know how many registrants did you get on the 5 K side
3: Well, um, actually the Lakeland Runners Club runs the 5 K and we are excited to be a partner with them again this year. And you can go to their website. Um, I think it's Lakeland Runners Club or um, lrc dot org. To register, and I'm sure they are welcoming any more registrants.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then on, you know, the on the side for people who are just coming down to the lake, you know, how would they have a heads up on, you know, scouting out which vendors are going to be there, map of the area, where to park? Where can they get that information?
3: They can get that information from our website, mayfairbythelake.org, and all of our participating artists are on there. Um, information about where to park. Um the food vendors and we have local entertainment that we'll be performing on the library lawn. So that is listed on there. Pretty much any information that you would need to um, find out anything about Mayfair is on our website.
2: Yeah, I believe I read somewhere that there are volunteer opportunities. Can you talk about what those some of those look like and how people can sign up if they want to?
3: Yes, we have plenty of volunteer opportunities still available. Um, they can also access that information on our website, Mayfairbythelake.org, and some of the responsibilities are working in our children's tent, um, also in our merchandising tents, and um, there's all kinds of fun things that that people can do to help us celebrate this 50th anniversary.
1: Enjoy, like. You know, for someone maybe that hasn't been there, haven't been there in a while, whatever it may be, obviously 50th year celebration, get on out there. It's such a fun event. Is there a couple to do things? Like if people go there, you must do this when you go to Mayfair. Do you have any re- of those recommendations?
3: Well, you you must obviously visit some of the artists and um, meet some of them, too. There's a lot of really interesting artists from all over the country, and you'll enjoy speaking with them. The other must is to visit our kids' collect area and our children's area and also to visit the museum while you're there. Um, And we can't forget the food. We've got a lot of really good food trucks coming this year that we're really excited about.
1: Oh, we are excited for that. (laughs) That's always a benefit. (laughs) And you mentioned about 158 different um, artists and booth spaces that will be out there, correct? Yes. Yeah, so I mean, from across the country too, all over the place, right? So I mean, no shortage of opportunities to check out some really cool artwork and exhibits out there. That's right, and
3: from all over, me all uh, the different mediums also. So we've got wood artists, glass artists, um, oil and acrylic, um, and jewelry. Of course, you're going to want to buy your mother some jewelry on Mother's Day. So it's a good last-minute item there. there. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Anything for everybody.
2: Also, So there's um, some entertainment there as well, right? Can you talk to us a little about who's going to be out there um, entertainment-wise and who you're looking forward to the most?
3: Uh, well, we're looking forward to everybody. And uh, we have a lot of our returning entertainment uh, performers. Uh, we've got uh, belly dancers and Indonesian dancers, um, some acoustical um, performers, singers, uh, ballet company uh, that is coming out. So we're really excited. And the All Saints Academy uh, Thesbian group is also coming to perform on Sunday. So we are looking forward to seeing all those performers again.
1: Awesome. Well, and one more time, Joy, that's MayfairByTheLake.org. Event is May 7th and 8th, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m over on Lake Mirror. It's such a great event, and we really appreciate you coming on, kind of giving us a little more insight and information on the event, and best of luck as you get toward those final planning stages and set up for the event.
3: Thank you so much. We yeah. hope to see you there.
1: Oh, I will be there. I'm excited.
3: Oh, good. <laughs> us too.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you, Joy. Thank you. Really great to get that insight because it is such I'm, – I'm assuming you've maybe heard about it, maybe haven't been – yeah, I've never been. L- looking forward to it, It's though. It's an amazing event, yeah. dude. It's so awesome. It's just uh, so many booths that are there. And it's around the entire lake. Literally, you're at Lake Mirror. Like, booth one is by... I kept saying Mirror. It's at Lake... Mo- are you sure it's not at Lake Mirror?
2: No, it is Lake Morton. I
1: kept saying Mirror. Because it's by the library. That's right, and it's right next to the museum. I knew that. Lake, thank you, Eric. You said mirror the entire time. I think I said mirror. Right <laughs> oh, then. man. That is brutal. Lake Get Joy back on the line. <laughs> <laughs> is that Lake Morton? <laughs> Lake Morton. And it starts, yes, I know this. It starts at the Chamber of Commerce over on yeah. the other side of Lake Morton yeah. and wraps basically all the way around. Wow. It is, uh, it's insane how much, you know, how many booths. I was looking at some of the art on, are on their, site their
2: site. website earlier today, um, and it's amazing. All different kinds of mediums that she mentioned, yeah.
1: And to Joy's point, because it's the 50th year celebration, you know, a lot of those Mm. historical items, collector's items that'll be present too, is really going to be something to see. Yeah. Really going to be cool. Um, so yeah May 7, one more time May 7th through May 8th at Lake Morton and uh, they'll be on Sports Central we'll be live from Mayfair
2: uh, next week on Sports we Central TV I, am I hosting that?
1: you are hosting it I am so excited you, a little... a, you know what I'll know them at Lake Morton when I'm there because if I'm at Lake Mirror, <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to <laughs> host going no <laughs> go? <laughs> <Then> nobody's here <laughs> well when when we come back <laughs> when we come back from break We'll do one more recap of the Mayfair by the Lake so you have all the accurate information on our end and talk about some local events. Don't go anywhere. Stay right here on Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7.
0: Talk Radio 96.7. Talking Sports on Sports Central. Brought to you by Home 2 by Hilton. Wrap it up the hour. Here's Mark and Ryan.
1: Thank you so much, Eric. What a show this has been. What, one for the
2: books. <laughs> one been, for the books.
1: Uh, just a great one. Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Mark, Ryan, Eric in the studio. Again, I say this all the time, but amazing music from Eric. Yeah. Just consistently. Always knows what to play at the right time. After a while, it has to be just like, I know I'm going to play a great song. Yeah. Like, not even worried about it, click, go. I
0: just pick the next one in the list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, there you have it. oh well, there that's, it is. That's the secret topic. No more compliments. No <laughs> yeah. more compliments. Just a common theme for me. Every time I go to give a compliment, it's, you know, pull. <laughs>
0: What'd you just shoot? <laughs> yeah. What'd you just shoot? My compliment. So uh, me, I get my compliment shot it. down. Yeah. yeah, no,
1: every time. Uh, At
0: Mayfair, least
2: you're
1: Interrupted. <laughs> I can't make that up. interrupted me. Um, Mayfair by the Lake. May seventh through the eighth. That is Mother's Day weekend over at Lake Morton. And Joy made you, a great point. You kept saying Lake Mirror, it's a Lake Morton. That was not me. That was you. That was you. Joy made a great don't point. Don't put that on I'm me. Sorry.
2: No, if you forgot a last minute a last minute gift for Mother's Day for your mom, um, it could be jewelry you find at Mayfair by the Lake. Just don't bring your mom. Not Fine. You have to buy it.
1: People thought there were metal detectors yeah. walking around. Because uh, uh, yeah, it's it, no really though. The way the event is set up, the amount of different vendors and artists out there, the food too is great. They have a lot of food trucks that go out there. It's amazing. There is, I checked on my phone. There is a map you can download. and It'll show you the different booth numbers, where the food trucks are located, and then the merry cart and where that will go.
2: The fairy cart. <laughs> it's a fairy cart. I'm having Eric. I'm having a rough one
0: here. This is a rough one. Welcome to my world. I know.
2: The Orioles made five errors earlier today. I think we've surmounted that. We're <laughs> over, over that. Just me. I think I'm no, I've, I've
0: blundered a lot today as
1: well. <laughs> it's because we don't have Jenna. I think Jenna she really helps calms really it. Balance, she really saves the job. Yeah. Yeah. Florida Tropics. Good segue into that. So the Florida Tropics. I was at the game, at the semifinal game. Yeah, well, the really two games. games. Two games. Yeah. It's yeah. game two and game three. So cool the way they like have everything set up. One, the field must be brand new. Really? Like the carpet. It's, it, was, it looked like it never been played on. Pristine. Huh. Um, really interesting game, though, against Kansas City Comets. They would obviously lost game one on the road. They won game two. It was And the games were super close. It was yeah. 4-2, I think, was the score Both of game games. two. Yes. Uh, 3-2 was the score of game three. Because hmm. they didn't count that last goal. Unless oh. they did. Unless they changed it and counted the last goal. It was a goal with .1 second left. Oh wow! So just for extra so, measure, the, yeah. Game three though, it was so it was uh, three one. Yeah, three one, and the Tropics went. I think I want to say they went up a man. It was three one. Kansas City scored. The Tropics then went up a man, then went up two men. So they had like an advantage basically. Because penalty box. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really? But Yeah, but this, so they had an advantage. Well, with 10 seconds left, there was an out-of-bounds in the Tropics half. Now an out-of-bounds, it's not a throw-in, it's a kick-in. Oh, wow. So it was like super tense for the last 10 seconds. Like, oh, my gosh, this team going to tie this oh game. Oh, my gosh. Right? Down two men. Correct. And then it would have been another mini-game, basically. So it was, wow. it was crazy. But they wound up winning, cleared the ball, and won. Uh, super physical game, too. Yeah. Very physical, yeah. Really great win. Great win. So they will be taking on... Uh, San Diego Soccers. Yeah,
2: and they're in the like a dynasty in the MLS. M-A- well, yeah. yeah. So
1: San Diego was the top team in the all all the playoffs. So they'll actually play the first game here in Lakeland. That game, I believe, is Monday. Monday, Monday at it's in the afternoon. S- I think. I, you can I, find it. You can I, find I it. I don't think so. You yeah. can head to fltropics.com. It, <laughs> that game is a seven o'clock game over at RP Funding Center um and again that'll be game one of the finals so you won't be able to see them during the championship celebration necessarily but you can see them as they kick off see what i did there their conquest toward a championship trophy i did see what you did there that was a great job thank you i appreciate that busy stuff there and then what about uh another team that's playing right now The lakeland flying tigers
2: Yes, the Flying Tigers, they hit the road after a great week in which they went 5-1 and one against the Palm Beach Cardinals. Um, outfielder Lazaro Benitez produced from the ninth spot in the lineup on Sunday 7-6 win, going one for three with a three-run home run. Uh, a lot of talent on this Flying Tigers team. Um, Look at their prospect rankings. Um, they feature several of Detroit's top prospects, such as uh, pitcher Jackson Joe number yeah. three prospect, uh, shortstop Christian Santana, number five prospect, and outfielder Roberto Campos, the number 10 prospect.
1: Oh, yeah. And it's you know amazing the promotions that they do throughout the year, like the Sunday brunch, the fireworks, in the evenings. So they have a lot of different nights you can go out to and just have a fun night out with the family yeah. at the ballpark. Yeah. So no shortage of opportunities to do that. Head to the Lakeland Flying Tigers official website so you can get more information on schedule promotions uh, and the next time you can get out to a game over there. College update. Let's talk about your alma mater. Give us an update on Southeastern.
2: You know, I have your track and field. I want to mention their softball team. They have won 16 straight games. Oh, what? What's so funny?
1: <laughs> Nothing. Keep going. They've
2: won 16 straight games. They're sitting atop the conference and um, in a great position to win the conference. I think they only, they only need to win one game against Weber this week um, to clinch the regular season title. And then uh, move on to the... Oh, what, what is so funny?
1: Okay, moving on. Um but yeah,
3: it South was Eastern. because you started
1: with a sport and you said, yeah, I'm track and field here, but I'm talking about softball. Well, I saw
2: it today. I, I saw it. Softball. I saw it. I saw it today on their website and I was like, well, they won 16 straight.
1: Oh, it's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah. It's really it's I think it's a program feat. record for them. That's amazing. Well, yeah. congratulations to the Southeastern softball team. Yeah. That is an amazing, amazing feat. On the Florida Southern side, I know it says women's lacrosse. So I'm going to talk about something different. I Are went you? to the Florida Southern College Athletics Gala. Um, yeah. Not gala, they, they had an, uh, it's called the Moxie Awards. I was confusing the Polk State Athletics Gala, which yeah. they recently held. Yeah. Uh, but Florisson College held their Moxie Awards, which honors uh, the athletes, both uh, graduating athletes and then obviously just athletes that are on the team as well. <laughs> and they do different. Sure. <laughs> I am trying to think of a way to phrase that. And they give out various awards. I was invited by the men's golf team as a special guest. So really? I really appreciate that. So shout out to the men's golf Are you a golf big team. golfer? I love golf. Really? Uh, yeah. So I really appreciate the invite from the team. Um, all right, let's get the one or two, one or two local events. Also, I'll mention one real quick. Big one coming up this weekend: State Cup elimination round for FYSA brings out a ton of people. It's a massive event. April 30th to May 1st over at Lake Myrtle Sports Park. And then uh, another big event coming next week. Yeah, I want to mention the Up, Up
2: and Away Hot Air Balloon Festival. What? <laughs> That's a huge event. May 6th to May 8th uh, over at Sun and Fawn Expo Campus in Lakeland. It's we are just on event. different wavelengths. Homeschool World Series coming in next week. May 1st oh. to
1: May 7th uh, baseball event maybe over at Lake Mortal Sports. Maybe Park. Maybe You're right, time. though. Up, up, and away. They do a great job, of, <laughs> they do a great job over there. Amazing stuff. We, we need to get out of here. It's there's a lot going on. I'm done. We didn't get to. We, we barely got to our events. CentralFloridaSports.com, CentralFlorida.org to find out about more events. Remember Mayfair by the Lake next week. Up, up and away, same time. So you got two great events you can check out in the community. For Mark, this is Ryan for Sports Central on Talk Radio 96.7.